All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Close of Business podcast. This is Simone Grogan with your top stories this Wednesday afternoon. Wailu Metals has secured the shareholder support it needs to take over nickel player Mincor Resources in what could prove a key deal for Andrew Forrest's downstream processing ambitions. Acceptances for Wailu's $1.40 per share cash offer to buy Mincor Resources ticked past the 90% mark this morning, giving the Tatarang subsidiary leverage to proceed to a compulsory acquisition. Chief Executive Luca Giacovazzi, who has spearheaded Wailu for the best part of six years, was pleased with the timing of the transaction. Wailu launched a takeover of Mincor as it approached the pointy end of the ramp-up process at its Kambalda nickel operations, assets that the target had brought back into production in 2022 after being suspended in 2016. Product from Kambalda is expected to feed into Wailu and IGO's planned integrated battery material facility in Quinana, which is tipped to be the first of its kind in the country. A final investment decision has been targeted on the project for the end of next year. In other news, a Perth building company and its sole director have been fined almost $250,000 after conducting unauthorised work on four properties. Building and Energy WA prosecuted the Carport Co. and its sole director, Alan Benjamin Dixon, after he carried out work in Cottesloe and Mount Pleasant without the required builder registration. The industry regulator also prosecuted Mr Dixon for failing to rectify issues at properties in Alexander Heights and Mount Hawthorne. Mr Dixon and the building company were found guilty of several offences under WA's builder registration laws in Perth Magistrates Court on June 19. And lastly, the Perth office of global engineering firm Wood will lead work on a giant $1.1 billion manganese project in Central Europe after winning a four-year contract. Canadian company Euro Manganese announced this week that it had awarded the engineering, procurement and construction management contract for its project to Wood Australia. UK-based Wood will also deliver front-end engineering and design services for the project, which is located in the Czech Republic. Wood said the combined feed and EPCM contract had a duration of approximately four years and will be delivered collaboratively by its project teams in Perth and Milan. And that's all from me this afternoon. You can read more on these headlines at businessnews.com.au. Coming up next on the podcast, Jack McGinn and Mark Byer discuss new opportunities for Perth's law firms. Want to reach the 1% of people who make 80% of business decisions in Western Australia? Business leaders and influencers trust Business News for accurate, independent and insightful news, editorial and intelligence across every sector, every day. Place your brand in front of WA's business, political and community decision makers with our integrated platforms encompassing print, digital, podcast and events. Contact our team of experienced account managers to find out more. Visit businessnews.com.au forward slash advertise. Welcome back to Our Close of Business. I'm Jack McGinn and today I'm joined by Mark Bayer. Mark, how are you going? I'm very well, thanks Jack. That's good. Hey Mark, for the most recent edition of Business News and available to subscribers online as of today, you wrote a feature on the state of play uh, for law firms in Western Australia. What sort of change have we seen at the top end of WA's legal sector over the last 12 months in terms of that top 20 list? Yeah, thanks Jack been quite a few significant changes in the top 20. There were two firms that really stood out over the past 12 months for the growth they've achieved, um, Hall & Wilcox and Thompson Gear. So they're both national firms. Uh, They've both expanded into Western Australia in recent years. 
Uh, well, Hall and Wilcox was a start-up when they came into Perth. Uh, they've taken on quite a few people. Now got 10 partners, about uh, 67 legal professionals. So that ranks them number 12 on our listing of law firms in WA. Um, and then Thompson Gear, uh, they've come in through a mix of acquisition and also just hiring a lot of experienced partners from around town. Got a very big focus on their corporate practice. Uh, they're just a touch smaller, number uh, 13 on our list. Um, but among some of the other names, you know, Herbert Smith Freehills have been the biggest firm in town for a long while mm. and continue to um, hold that position. Uh, King and Wood Mallisons, they've been growing solidly, uh, number two in terms of size. Some of the other big names, you know, national firms like Clayton Utes and Minter Ellison. Worth noting, though, that there's been this big shift in the industry towards national and international law firms, and yet we've still got in the WA market some very substantial local operators. So the two names most notable there, Lavin and Jackson McDonald, they're mm. still among the top 10 firms in WA. And then others like HHG, Steiner Price, Pagan and Bennett, also in the top 20. So look, a really interesting mix there, um, but as I say, some significant shifts with those two firms having some very impressive growth. It's good to see some local names and, and some uh, some new entrants into the WA market as well. Now, ESG and the energy transition are trends we generally associate with resources and big industry, but they're also obviously fundamental to the legal profession that serves those sectors. How have those trends been handled by those you spoke to in the legal context? Yeah, look, I think of law firms as being reflective of what's going on in the broader business community. Uh, if there's a lot of activity in one particular industry, well, the lawyers will target that to I guess, facilitate what their clients are doing. So whether it's a transaction, you know, making an acquisition um, in a certain industry, uh, and yeah, I guess the most notable example in recent times is when Andrew Forrest's private company, Tatarang, bought CWP Renewables, you know, Australia's biggest uh, wind farm and solar farm operator. Mm. Uh, the other part too is around projects. A lot of companies out there at the moment either building or planning renewable energy projects or looking to change their business. You know, the big miners are a classic example. You know, mining companies have relied on diesel for a long time um, and it's a, a really big source of greenhouse gas emissions they all want to go green uh, to meet the requirements of the market. So that requires some help from the lawyers to implement that sort of change, um, develop new projects, make acquisitions, as I say. And this is then in turn where you see the law firms sort of, I guess, reposition how they're set up. You know, they're, they're bringing together people in a different way, also tapping in a lot to their international expertise. Uh, so, you know, one of the firms I spoke to was DLA Piper, uh, claimed to be the largest commercial law firm in the world. Um, so they've got a, you know, a, a pretty substantial team in Perth, uh, but they've got this amazing expertise that they can tap into globally uh, to help them do that. Um, and I mentioned as well, another area that the, a lot of the law firms highlighted as a growth driver for them is around their employment practice. That is driven fundamentally by all the changes happening at a regulatory and legislative level, particularly out of Canberra. Um, changes to sort of workplace relations laws, but also more broadly around work health and safety and having a, you know, a safe workplace um, requiring a lot of change and a lot of 
careful interpretation of what government is really looking for. So a fruitful field for the law firms. Certainly doesn't sound like any themes that are going to be dropping off anytime soon either. So what did the representatives of the law firms that you spoke to have to say about some of the challenges they faced in running their firms day to day? Yeah, look, I mean, the one that really stands out and has done for a long time is just around keeping the right people. Um, now, the past 12 months has been relatively quiet, um, but that's only in comparison to the previous year. Um, early last year, we saw this amazing flurry of poaching by the commercial and corporate law firms in Perth. Um, it was a, a most unusual period, but that reflected how hot the market was and people were desperate to get good talent um, inside their doors. Um, and if there's a limited number of people out there in the marketplace that you can recruit um, from and develop from the ground up from university, you go out and pinch people from other firms. Uh, that's um, yeah, always part of the industry, uh, but we had a huge uptick in that activity last year. It's sort of it's come off a little bit. And then, look, the firms are now seeing, okay, what can we do to our staff? You know, I guess the theme that comes, well, a number of themes, uh, you know, everyone wants to be well paid. Uh, everyone wants interesting work. Um, you know, if you're working on a really exciting project, that's a big lure for people. Uh, but also, good workplace. Um, you know, Perth's biggest firm, Herbert Smith Freehills, have recently moved into a new office tower down at Elizabeth Quay. Uh, really interesting to go there. First thing you notice when you come out of the lift and you walk, walk into the reception area is there's a very noisy, vibrant cafe there, hmm. right in the middle of the main reception area. Uh, they've made a real virtue of that and just saying, look, hey, this is the modern workplace. People like to interact. It's a bit more casual, a bit more fun. Um, and yeah, plenty of other firms are doing things for themselves to make their workplaces more attractive, but that was one that really stood out for me. It's a long way from the industries of, of, of years gone by. Mark, it's a, it's a great piece. There's a, a range of perspective in it, and it, it's a, uh, well worth the read. So uh, you can find it online as of today on businessnews.com.au. As always, mate, thank you for joining me. Have a great day. No worries. The latest business news delivered daily. Subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. For all the latest business news, visit businessnews.com.au.